Hey everybody, this is Movie Trailer Trash and I'm Bethany. I'm Charlie. And we just watched the trailer for Black Widow. The Fino Fino trailer for Black Widow. <laughs> is that the name of the movie? Just Black Widow? Fino trailer? Or is it called Black Widow? Going back to the beginning or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, no. It is just Black Widow. Um okay. This is the final trailer for Black Widow. It comes out on May 1st of this year. Wow. The, it's coming up. Um, it's coming up. <laughs> it After was released years. today, at least when we're the day we're recording right now. Sure. Um, also, is today International Women's Day or was that yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. So Sunday. Yeah. Uh, uh, was International Women's Day. Uh, haven't been feeling a lot of women love in the world, though. <laughs> okay. So, you know. <laughs> so I mean, you know, poorly timed day. Whoever's in charge of that, yeah. Um, well, poorly timed the way the treatment of women all the time. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, but Black Widow features a lot of women, <laughs> right? Um, real fast, I did see something that was like the most appropriate day to have International Women's Day is the day where we only have twenty three hours because <laughs> it's on uh, daylight savings. It's like, yep, that's accurate. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give you. A portion of what uh, other people would get. <laughs> a fraction. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I thought that was funny. But you're right. And I, Black Widow, people have been asking for this for a long time. Right. For a Black Widow movie. And it's kind of like, where you been? You know, they which had is, this amazing character and she's been with them since, for so long. Which is something that we'll talk about. Right. At length. Okay. Later on. So you want to start with something else? I would like to start with just the trailer and movie in general. Yeah, let's just talk about um, it. Just real quick. Get into it. Who it's directed by, which is uh, Kate Shortland. Nice. Uh, who Kate it, sounds like a female. It is a female. <laughs> that is for Woo! sure. Um, it's a female, but she has not really done any big movies. Uh, the not her, surprising. She's done two Gotta movies um, before this, or two pretty famous movies before this that were one was called the berlin syndrome i've um, heard of that which uh you know is very artsy and sounds very depressing sounds very familiar <laughs> though <laughs> or not depressing but strange the okay. description of it is um a passionate holiday romance leads to an obsessive relationship when an australian photojournalist takes one morning wakes one morning in a berlin apartment and is unable to leave Oh, so it's kind of like Misery. It kind of sounds like a horror movie. It sounds exactly like Misery. Did it, Wait. Who is it that is unable to leave? A what? Journalist? A photojournalist. So that's exactly like Misery, isn't it? Like She's like, oh, you're an author I like. Now you can never yeah, but, leave. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's like she's... I don't know. I, am I, I have no Who idea knows? what the movie's like. So All maybe right. it's just like Misery, and maybe she just sounds like ripped it, it off. <laughs> and then like the other one is a... Um, it's the exact thing. Is a like personal, individual... Uh, World War Two movie, like b- b- of a indie film, not indie. No, just like a person. Like so, uh, it's it takes place during World War Two. But it's so about like an individual. Yeah, it's the like way a you're describing it is weird. An encounter with a mysterious refugee forces Lore, the name of the character, oh goodness, to Lore. rely on a person she has always been taught to hate. So, Jojo okay. Rabbit. <laughs> What? <laughs> Why are we just comparing this? Well, let's not compare these ladies' movies to other movies. It may not be like Misery at all. It Probably may not. not. Be like Joe jo Rabbit. <laughs> Probably not, but most likely. Is. Which, by the way, are both movies I've not seen. No. So why am I doing this? Um. So, so that is <laughs> that. We also know that she has a bunch of award-winning uh, shorts that she oh, directed that's cool. and yeah. wrote. 
Well, um, I'm glad that she's getting this opportunity. They basically, I mean, in today's climate, if you have a movie like this and you don't have a female director, then it's like people will riot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. I, I don't, don't know about riot. No, you're right. But I'm saying I riot in the way where they just get on Twitter and complain. But yeah. <laughs> but I am saying that I don't give credit to studios anymore. I'm not like, good for you for having a female direct this female lead female superhero movie you finally did after years of people begging you to do it right yeah like, and i mean that's you any props for that but but i hope she does great and i'm glad that she has the opportunity yeah that's something that people Even need if it's to be for the wrong reason doing um the and then the writer uh one of the writers is female nice nice even though i i, I see i had Girl to look power. it up because her name is jack schaefer confusion but i believe that jack <laughs> is short for jacqueline because it's jc right um, and the last movie that she did was The Hustle, which was that movie. It was it's a comedy uh, that is Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson, and they are two con women. And oh, I was thinking Hustlers for a second. No, that like, would have been. I interesting. was like Anne Hathaway wasn't in that movie. <laughs> no, she was not. Oh yeah, The Hustle. That actually, I will say this: the trailer had some laughs, but it it didn't look great. And so the the story is her and another guy who. The only thing, seemingly only thing that he wrote was a movie called The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. Interesting. Uh, and so there is that aspect. So these are kind of small name people. <laughs> Very. Um, and then the the one other, um, the one other small person time. involved in it who wrote the actual screenplay um, is Eric Pearson, who also was a writer on Thor Ragnarok and a writer and story editor for agent the agent carter tv series nice and you said he's a writer also so yeah he is a writer and he's also going to be writing godzilla versus kong later wonderful and uh, <laughs> either this year or next i don't really remember are those or movies written or they just kind of appear it's <laughs> they just kind of materialize yeah it's a it's they a, just put godzilla and kong on the screen it's, godzilla it's a lot and of kong do what they do it's a lot of screen direction and then it says kong <laughs> and it says godzilla Whoa. is that godzilla is that i would say it's a lot more like what you did for kong it's no very like, godzilla does that like no he does that really like, high-pitched like dinosaur <laughs> howl. why are you asking me i've never been good at sound effects <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's more like that. a bird, I suppose. But uh, yeah, the um, and so this movie is a, about Black Widow meeting up with her quote unquote family. It is a about it. It is about it, and uh, she's meeting up with her quote unquote family after however many I years. I think it's she'd supposed been to be her chosen family type uh, of thing. Yeah, um, but appropriate nuclear ages ish. I don't know. I, that's what I was saying. So at the end, he's like, listen to your mother. I'm like, if that is her real mom, this is outrageous. Because I think that woman might be 10 years older than her. Maybe. Uh, yeah. And I could look it up, but, but I probably don't, don't need to. Need to. Um, the but point yeah. is, she's basically, I mean, we know for a fact that the other girl that like is her sister-like character in this, that she's, they went to the same red room. That That's yeah appar- like in the trailer she's talking about what they did to her yeah they went to the florence and Pugh, who plays her sister um uh, imagine quotes around all of these family yes. ties uh plays her sister is a, a decent amount younger than scarlett johansson but right. they they meet up and well, they talk it about looks like scarlett johansson probably got out and then things got worse there yeah and they meet up and they talk about how 
the taskmaster is uh is now in charge of the red room and even though it was real bad then it's somehow worse he has like it's like uh, they're fully put them in a trance of some kind but they can't make choices it's like the purple man kind of yeah uh, types of stuff going also on. very much like ella enchanted <laughs> okay <laughs> just like just like ella enchanted can't say no gotta uh, do what they tell you to um and so the taskmaster for those of you who, who don't know who he is um and actually before he's just the master of all the Flor- tasks, florence right? Pugh is the sister <laughs> Uh, David Harbour plays the Red Guardian, who is her Stranger dad. Uh, yeah, he's from Stranger Things. He's Hopper from Stranger Things. And Florence Pugh is from, no, most notably, from Midsummer. Um, and Rachel Wise, 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 uh, is, plays her mother. And she's from, you'll know her from The Lobster. She's right. the other, the love interest in The Lobster. She's the lobster? No, she's not. <laughs> she uh, plays a lobster. Um, that has a Jamaican accent. No, she plays a nearsighted person, actually. Yes, that's in that, reality. Truthfully, her character name is Shortsighted Woman. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, and so. What else is she from, though? I feel like I've seen she's her. She's also in, in The Favorite and, and a few other things okay. that I haven't seen, but more famous things. Right. <laughs> than, than The Lobster. But The Taskmaster. So that's who I wanted to talk about yes, because. The master of the tasks, yes. He's I a bad guy. I know him well. One, know him well. He's the bad guy. Two, you don't know who he is yet. Oh, he's a mysterious masked man. Right. Um, he's also a mysterious figure. And I wanted to read a little bit of just his lo- just his background bio because okay, go ahead. he's real cool. Um, the Taskmaster is a mysterious figure believed to have been born in Brooklyn, New York, which is also just a super cool thing. Believed to have yeah, been born. believed to have been born in wherever is I a heard really he cool was thing. Born in Brooklyn. He has the ability to mimic the physical movements of anyone he witnesses. Great. So that that's means that's not a superpower. That You're just means good at mimicking people. That he, if he is, he can study the style of any fighter. So when he's fighting Black Widow, he's probably going to fight her like Black Widow and look oh. exactly like her. Okay. If I was fights, thinking more like he could walk like you and like if you if he was wearing a mask, you'd be like, is that Tommy? You know, like. <laughs> is that Tommy? That guy kind of has a Tommy walk. He just could, I didn't realize you meant like he could do yeah, whatever the, great move. Like He's the gate master. Right. He can he can perfectly mimic people's That's gates. Literally, what I was imagining. No, but um, he can also he also does that. He he's been, like he them. has done okay. like that in the past. But the coolest thing about him is that he fights like other people, and so he studies famous people. So he's going to be probably in this movie. I think I saw it a couple times in there. Is you're going to like recognize movements and stuff of other heroes it's from, gonna look just like black widow or yeah, whatever it'll look just like black widow or captain america or black panther or iron man or whatever when he's flying around do you know if they got the like the different stunt coordinators who coordinated those fights because i know with iron man that like his fights are super coordinated i've seen like behind the scenes stuff you know well yeah and captain america uses that certain special type basically. of fighting to differentiate yeah. him from other people that are so be doing cool if that. they got the same choreographers to help that person yeah and it looks like florence Pugh's uh, character is going to be doing the jump around fighting which is fun which I we have bad mouthed in the past before jump around fighting. Yeah, the jump up on your face and Listen, spin you around. 
listen, it's not the jump around. It's the crotch to the face, spin you around move. Yeah, crotch to the face, spin you around, which we have criticized before, but I'm starting to, it's starting to come around again on listen, me. Listen, I will say this legitimately. It's starting to spin around on my face like a crotch. Legitimately, I know a a small black belt. A s- like how a small? A woman who's a small, a small An eight-year-old. Woman. No, a small woman who's a black belt. And legitimately, she has talked about getting up on men's shoulders before as a technique because how how can they get you up there i think we probably just dismissed it because it was in so many it's things because of the way they portrayed black widow as like seductive and whatever and then she put the crotch in the face every time <laughs> i'm just saying if she if it was ever to the back of the head if it was ever like right. she jumped from the back it's always well, to the front that move that florence Pugh does at the end there in the in the uh, elevator was just super cool and that's Is florence Pugh the younger sister character yes okay yeah um, with the really funny Russian accent. Right. Um, and then, obviously, well, not obviously, um, and so David Harbour plays the Red Guardian, which was basically, he was introduced in the 60s. Obviously, David Harbour plays the Red Guardian. And he is basically like the Soviet Union's answer to Captain America. Right, seemed like it. And he Can looks I just like say him. he looks ridiculous? I think I'm he's, sorry. he's supposed to look ridiculous. He I think does. he's, he's kind of supposed to look like <laughs> Captain America when Captain America was in like the Avengers and that ridiculous suit that he was wearing where like the lower quality suit or like where it's just like you know, it's a it's an outdated, you know, like superhero suit from the 60s and Well, oh, that's something I'm confused about. Please explain the time period to me on this okay yeah that's the next thing i Very was going to talk about actually so when does it take place um this movie is set after captain america civil war civil war so and this, okay. bu- uh, so in between civil war and um infinity infinity war. war so that would put it so that's like when um dr strange and guardians 2 were happening. And Spider-Man, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, all of that was going on. So, I guess here's the thing. Um it was so if it was after Civil War, then it was after the registry where they were trying to get everybody to sign up. Right. So and it's when everyone it's when it's when they way. all went their own way. Okay. So Captain America and her and So it was uh, like an Falcon. awkward goodbye at the end of that movie. It was kind of like, all right, we're just going to all kind of go our own way. We all have differing opinions. We're moving on. So then she just goes home. And meets up with an old friend and is like, let me help you with this thing. I guess I, I guess that she's just Kinda like, time to like. reconnect with my fam. <laughs> right. Um, but so that brings us to well, the she biggest. She mentions that in the trailer. She says you have there's a t- at some point in your life, you have to decide if you're going to be who you are, or who the world tells you to be or something like that. I didn't. She catch says that. it toward the end. She says something along the lines of you have to decide if you're going to be who the world tells you to be or or just who you are and hmm. I've made my decision or something. So I think, you know, that that makes sense knowing that it's after Civil War that right. you know, she, at some point it's like she's been a part of this group, the Avengers and everything's falling apart and she's trying to maybe reconnect and figure out who is she. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um know. but that brings us to the biggest problem with the movie release in general. Okay. Which is this should have this movie should have been made after <laughs> civil war right timing wise ideally um before then so so a a black widow movie should have been made in late 2016 which is when doctor strange came out right after civil war but 
this one anyway. But yes, I think if it was going to be this one, I, I think that the first Black Widow movie should have been made right after Iron Man two, right after she was introduced. I yeah. think it, I think it should have been like because yeah, Iron I mean, Man two, you see people her. People have been asking for this for a long time. It's not like it's not like they just now were like, I guess people want this now. No, people have been wanting it and they've been putting it off. Like you see her do all of that cool stuff right at the end of Iron Man two. Right. When she do, do, you when know, she clears appears, that her first clears appearance. that room, and and then and everybody's like, "Whoa!" And then she's awesome. just Who's a side character, and then you the, you don't see her again until the Avengers, right? Which is two movie or three movies later, and sh- her she should have been ha- got her own movie then, right. and then it probably would have done really well, and she would have got more movies after that, also. Um, and so that's when I think that should have been made. So timing wise, I think it's a place. poor release. I think it's a definitely a poor release. I feel like it's it feels like an afterthought, and I feel like it's their response to Wonder Woman. It's their response to Wonder Woman. Which obviously Captain Marvel was also their response to Wonder Woman. But what's frustrating is that they felt like they needed to wait till they had to respond to another great female superhero movie. They could have so easily been the first to have a female led superhero movie. Because they had her character for so long. Yeah. And they just w- well, twiddled their thumbs while nothing happened. And then finally, boom, Wonder Woman comes out and they're like, oh, oh, people do like women. They <laughs> yeah, like well, women. No, the, the, whole, the whole thing As about leads. this is that it's, it's Disney. Right. And That's Disney true. does not take chances. Right. And so they wait till... Till it's almost guaranteed that people are going to go see it. Yeah. And so then at that point, it's like, yeah, we're going to go see it, but we're all going to go see it disappointedly. Well, and also, like, this is I a weird one. I guess I'll go see this, even though it should have been better and different. <laughs> because you're going to have something happening here that I think that the the story or feeling that they're looking for is like Iron Man 3, where he is just so beat down. Right. And then, you know. He's well. Gets he's ba- dealing gets, with PTSD in Iron Man yeah. three, and then gets back up, finds out what's truly important to him. All of that. It's and real intense, guys. I like Iron Man three, and they and then they want you to have this same feeling for this movie, but you already see her after that. Like right. you, uh, that's we've the already thing that's seen her. Is we know what happens next in Infinity War and in Endgame. You've seen her get to that point where she finds out what's really what really matters to her, and she makes her spoilers for Endgame sacrifice. <laughs> And all of that stuff, and it's like sh- her characters comes full circle, and it's great. Right, and also if honestly coming to that point, um, I would have probably preferred just a movie about her in the years following um, Infinity War. In between Infinity War right. and Endgame, it's just her sitting at that desk, <laughs> depressed, answering <laughs> the calls time for years. <laughs> no, like I would have. I mean, she takes charge and she basically steps up when nobody else will. But that's terrible, truly terrible that's truly what this is, that's though. It's the it Captain Marvel and Black Widow is they they only make a movie if they of that of like a female led movie that would be risky in per- in quotations in right. quotes risky um if they have to isn't it so annoying that it's still considered risky that's what i'm saying about feeling down about international women's day is like warren for those of our listeners who are in the united states elizabeth warren was considered risky or unelectable because mm-hmm. she's a woman and the idea that like just being a woman makes you some sort of risk is so 
flabbergasting to me. Flabbergasting. I'm flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> because it's like, what what has ever made you believe that? Like, the, people love women. Yes. And well, that's the the whole objects, thing the is that it has. It's not risky. It's the it's the. Um, they're making it risky because they're not. It's kind of like they're no, a self-fulfilling prophecy. They don't put the money into it that they would a regular movie, so then it's not as good as it would be. No, and it's not It's not even that. It's that they haven't even done it yet, so they don't know if it works, right. so they don't want to do it. And that's the exact same thing that's <laughs> happening with the female president <laughs> thing. It is. It's like, ooh, we haven't done it before, so I don't know if it'll work. And actually, right, this well, movie... let's try it. Let's see. Or uh, Black <laughs> Widow was... Um, there was supposed to be... Um, there was a f- Black Widow film that began uh, development in 2004. Right. By, by Lionsgate, um, which was uh, supposed to be written and directed by David Hayter, which, who did... Um, he didn't direct, but he wrote some of uh, X-Men, the original X-Men, and okay. X2, and uh, the Watchmen movie. Um, and so... Do you know why it got squashed? Do you know why it didn't end up coming out? That was right around the time that... Um, I th- Well, not around... Maybe it was getting close to 2010. So like, I think that they were already starting the process of the next arc or whatever, moving over to Marvel studios Oh, okay. instead okay. of, cause this was just with Lionsgate or okay, like they were yeah. with Fox before and stuff like that. So I think that it probably wasn't squashed. It probably wasn't like, right. Like they it told them to wrap it up. It out. <laughs> I think that, yeah, it probably just the timing didn't, didn't line up. Out. I, I would I would like to know who they uh, had cast for it though. Oh, because that was before she had been in Iron Man. Yeah, Iron oh, Man. Yeah. Iron Man. That would be wasn't until 2010. Um, I doubt they even got to the casting phase though. But um, so I've kind of told you what stuff. I thought it would be kind of cool to see that year in between. One thing that you had mentioned in the past was that you thought it would be kind of cool to see her in the past with Bucky. What's his name? Yeah, with uh, the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Because they're, cause he's been being turned on and off. And th- I think that there was a story, uh, a comic story, uh, where they have, like, where they, like, meet up during one they of their missions in Russia and they have, like, a thing. Maybe. They have, like, a, like, you know, spies, spy relationship. Yeah, like, or, like, a Catwoman Batman type thing. Where it's, yeah, like, there's tension like there, that. but maybe they just fight together and yeah, go and, against each other. And they, you know, they, uh, but it could be interesting. I mean, I think the only reason that that would be interesting is because we love Winter Soldier. Well, I like Black Widow more than Winter Soldier. Right, but Winter Soldier is really cool, too. Yeah. I mean, Winter Soldier is hey, just like a moody Captain so- America. Listen, <laughs> in the Winter Soldier movie, Winter Soldier is really cool. Yes. When and you don't know who he is. I will say this. Really no, cool. legit. I like Emo Bucky. He looks way better with the long hair, first of all. Than he did in during short hair. Than he did in the <laughs> than he did during World War the II. war. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. Listen. I realize that I'm not a part of the generation, the World War II generation, and that was probably the look back then. But I thought he looked kind of nerdy, and then he got the long hair, and he got all emo, and he was like, "Look at my metal arm." Boom. I don't, I don't Look remember. how fast I can run. <laughs> I don't remember him saying any of that. I can catch your shield. And it was like, yeah, I can get down with this Winter Soldier guy. He's pretty cool and the intimidating. The catching the shield was so great. And see, like, that's kind of what... Yeah, he was great in that movie, but that movie was one of the best movies that they've made. So and to talk about how this movie because of him. actually looks... Yeah, let's do that. I think um, that's important. The 
like special effects wise. So with just, just talking about Winter Soldier for two seconds um, makes me realize that I am not nearly as excited about this as I have been about other Marvel movies in the past. Even just trailer alone because of thinking about in the trailer when Bucky catches the shield. It's and, awesome. And seeing that for the first time and being like, oh. <laughs> Listen, I thought the whole time I was thinking like there's some there's one scene where there's an explosion happening behind her. And I was like, this kind of looks like when they try to make an explosion on TV and the TV budget is really way smaller. Like, yeah, I mean, the it's, special it's, effects looked a little cheesy here and there. It's like, possible some of them that they didn't okay, give it their all. And they, again, like you said, are just trying to do it. It's possible that the. Sometimes they give a big action movie like this to a director that doesn't, you know, necessarily know That's what to do with it. Yeah. Um, but I also assume that they have, because again, they're Disney and they are always have their watchful eyes. Right. <laughs> I would imagine There's that they have a successful. ton of people on set that are constantly telling them to do things. I mean, that's why I right. right left and that's why... Um, Whoever it is won't come back. I can't remember his name. Oh, the um, uh, the guys that were originally doing solo. Oh, I don't know. I think it was I think it was uh Lord and Miller. I think it was the guys that did Last Man on Earth. Oh, really? I think so. I love Last Man on Earth. Don't even get me started. <laughs> but no. Um. Okay. So, what was I gonna say? We were talking about. The director, oh, but then Taika Waititi got to basically do whatever he wanted. What's that, up with that? That's what I was going to say also is that Marvel, unlike a lot of, well, not a lot of, unlike DC, this is the this is the one thing, basically, that DC is so much better at than Marvel, oh. is giving female-led things a chance to just be whatever they're going to be. Right. Because like, Taika Waititi... They would not, they have not, and will, and probably would not give a female director that much freedom, freedom. to just do whatever they wanted. It was he so basically different made than like anything a goofy else. space comedy, an 80s themed yeah. goofy space comedy. And it's like, not what? like it's not like it's he great. was a blockbuster director before that either. He had a no. bunch of smaller movies yeah. that were like, that and that's all the thing, it's like for whatever reason. <laughs> For whatever reason, it's like, yeah, but he's a man, so it's less risky. You know, nobody actually consciously thinks that, but that's what we're seeing happen. Because like you said, uh, I mean, Hunt for for the Wilder People, great movie. That's a Taika Waititi movie. He recently did Jojo Rabbit. I heard good things about that. Mm -hmm. um, but before he had done um, Thor Ragnarok, for those of you who didn't know what he did, um, he directed that. And before he did that, he did Hunt for the Wilder People. And it's like, that's a small indie movie. And also What We Do in the Shadows, which is like, yeah, it was small also. Yeah, like, a, like a mockumentary. They were by no means big blockbuster action, you know, special effects. Yeah. And they let him do all sorts of crazy, Literally whatever crazy he stuff. Wanted. And it was great. It was and great. And we're glad about it's it. It's so good. But why, why is it that they allow that and then they rein in the women? They rein them in and they say, or just, whoa. Well, not even rein or in. Or they just, just don't give them a chance yeah, at all. I mean, it's like... Um, in fact, is this the first female-led, female-directed Marvel movie? No, I no, think that Captain Marvel Captain was Marvel. female-directed. Yeah. But I also, I also think that Captain Marvel had like a team of people that were making it right and i will say which by i the kind way, of want to look up right now hold on go ahead while you're doing that i will say by the way i was thinking about how you were talking about how we know what's going to happen with this character kind of same thing with captain marvel like we didn't know necessarily yeah. what's going to happen with her but we know where 
the world is today. So the that's another move to make it less risky is we don't have to worry about this affecting our timeline. It's already happened and we can put it within our timeline, but we don't have to risk, you know, if people don't like it, they can kind of forget it happened, right? Yeah. And that's frustrating. So on Captain Marvel, the it was is directed by a um a team, a man right. and a woman. Of course. And there are like eight writing credits for sure. like eight different people. So it's just Crazy. so many they were just so scared. Right. <laughs> like they were just clearly so scared Bring about all the what writers. might happen <laughs> with this movie. And then which which kind of led to a more, you know, watered down thing yeah it was a fun movie i won't say that made it lesser than some of the other marvel movies right it was a fun movie but like i said you know it was inconsequential the mcu would introduced us to the character and that was it the mcu would not be what it is if you didn't let john favreau do whatever he wanted with iron man (laughs) right if you didn't let taika watiti do whatever he wanted with thor if you didn't let james gunn do whatever he wanted with guardians of the galaxy like that's what that's what makes movies good is yeah, letting right. people I mean, when you, take risks. When you mentioned that, like Iron Man changed the landscape of what we consider, uh, of how the world thinks of superhero movies. Well, and, and I mean, they before made that, superhero also, movies legitimate for the, all people to like, well, not I, just children. I think that probably the Christopher Nolan Batman did Okay, that. that's fair, but then this also made it funny. This made it fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this made it so that you could that you like want to watch a whole bunch of them in a row. Dynamic. Of, it's it doesn't exhausting. have to be one thing. It doesn't have to be just dark and serious or just fun. I mean, there was emotion. There was like heartbreaking things, but then there was also yeah. hilarity. You yeah. know. Yeah, and so that's kind of been unfortunate in in marvel they're making efforts to kind of right. change that a little bit. I feel like kind of being forced. They're being forced to kind of make efforts because people are kind of sick of it. And I think that what I've heard... Like just try, um, And please. this might be wrong, but I think that I've heard that um, Kevin Feige has been, like, shut down by them when he, whenever he tries. And like, like, whenever he tries, Kevin Feige? he's I know this in name. charge of the MCU. Okay. He makes all of the decisions and everything for okay. what movie's going to come out, when the what t- timeline's going to happen, what overarching story they're going to get to. So even if he's not the writer for each individual movie, he's he, uh, he has his hands in it involved because in he needs to make sure that it fits his arc. Basically, yeah. that's and, cool. Um, cool. And cool. so he he must be rolling in it. <laughs> and so like he m- must have been trying to get this movie made after Civil War because. Right. There's right. no other explanation for when it takes place. <laughs> so, okay, real fast, let's talk about the content of the movie. We mentioned that they're going to go back to the Red sure. Room type of thing. Um, one thing I wanted to say was, there, I am of two minds, okay? Ooh, two minds. Yeah, so one one part of me is saying like, oh, great, we have this great female-led superhero movie, and the big conflict is just like, I got to help these poor women. You know, like, it's not like, the earth is going to die if I don't do this. There's no earth shattering problem. Yeah. You know, it's not like a real dangerous problem. She's mounting a rescue basically. Right. And so part of it is like, well, that's such a small time type of thing. Right. Whereas you have, you know, trying to stop killer robots and alien invasions and crazy like villains. Right. In other movies. However, my second mind is, um, it's kind of awesome for a female led movie to be, basically two women 
going back to protect women, women helping yeah. women. I mean, so I'm of two minds because I'm like, well, it kind of makes it a small time story. But at the same time, it is an important story. And I have always loved I do like her backstory. I love the concept. I know a lot of people gave it a lot of flack that she was like, I'm a monster because I'm barren. And it's like, okay, I think you might have taken that a little out of context. That's one of the many things that made her a monster. It's not because she's barren. It's because she allowed them to take her choice from her, you know, like to take her life from her, her future from her, to mess with her body. It wasn't that she is barren and therefore I mean, she's a monster. I don't know about allowed. Well, I guess that's the thing we don't know, but that's what she meant, though. I think that's I'm how sure she, she felt. Was taken from somewhere at a young age. Sure, but I'm, I'm just saying she felt like they had kind of turned her into this monster, right. and people kind of took it out of context. I realized that in that moment, there were some flaws with the way that was handled. However, this is Jess Whedon's weird attempt to shove romance, shove into romance. where it doesn't um, belong. However, regardless of that, um, I still think that the Red Room, the whole weird kind of ballerina-esque fighting team mm-hmm. like thing it's an interesting concept well, we've kind of seen this type of thing before and you know fighting the system is always important finding out your oppressor is always important so i have three things the first one is taskmaster mm, <laughs> taskmaster um historically has been used as a mercenary Okay. So he's not really like a... A mercenary is just like a killer, right? Like right. a vigilante. He's not a take over the world, but you the know, world domination, ego type guy. He gets paid to do a thing and he does it super well. Okay. Normally it's killing people, but also historically he has been a trainer of henchmen, basically, for other villains. Great. So... Um, what a lame person he is. <laughs> well, he just he's just trying to get paid. Yeah, he's so just getting that money. I think that he I'll is... I'll train your henchmen. Maybe working for someone who's going to become a bigger deal uh, mm-hmm. um, at the end of this and teaching people, like teaching a bunch of black widows <laughs> to, because that's what's going to happen in this. She's going to, her and Florence P are going to end up fighting a bunch of black widows. But they're trying to save and the black widows. Yeah, but they're, that's going to be the cool part of it is that they're not going to kill them. They're just going to be fighting around with them. Um, fighting around. Fighting around. You know how it goes. Pillow fights. <laughs> They're girls. Fights in their underwear. <laughs> Feathers flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, my third thing was going to be, it's it kind of sounds like that a lot of this movie and a lot of what the Taskmaster is doing and what Black Widow is going to be going through in her own mind and Florence Pugh's character um, is very Purple Man-like. Right, and so for those who don't know, Purple Man is from Jessica Jones. Yeah, Jessica Jones, season one bad guy who can basically just tell you to do anything he wants you to do if he's within range. Basically, yeah. If he's near you. Um, That character in that TV show played by David Tennant, if you haven't watched it, watch it right now. But also just be prepared that it is horrifying. I think that they did that better than anyone else possibly could and so if that's going to be the theme that they go with it's going to have to be amazing for it even to compare to that show the willies when he thinks about playing that character the willies yeah isn't that a saying (laughs) give me gives me the willies i think it's exclusively said by like (laughs) women over 60 saying i wonder if he freaks out a little bit because it's such a disturbing character yeah, it's very scary. It's like a horror it's movie. It's taking like the idea that somebody else can make can take away your free will. 
And so your brain still works, but you can't choose. That's horrible. And so a lot of that, just like Ella Enchanted, <laughs> a lot of that going on. <laughs> I'm just being silly. And um, and a lot of like really over the top action scenes, right? That um, seem to be a little too over the top for the story that's going on. Right. These are fighters, not superheroes. So what you're saying that um, David Harbor, that's his name, uh-huh. right? The guy who plays the russian captain america basically yeah captain russia i don't know uh, red guardian oh red guardian um does he also have superpowers then i don't think so i don't He's think any of these people guy. have superpowers <laughs> and a lot of people argue that um the taskmaster doesn't really have superpowers well like i said He's you're just good really at good mimicking study, people yeah. okay <laughs> which is kind of cool it'd be funny if he's just good at like doing impressions <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but okay. So David Harbor, I think he looks ridiculous. I realize yeah, like he's yeah, maybe supposed he's supposed to. to, but it almost looks too cheesy for me. And he was just recently Hellboy, and I'm just I'm looking at him and thinking of how bad Hellboy looked, and it just doesn't look great. Um, the girls, the women in this movie look cool. They look pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm worried a little bit that the special effects might be cheesy. I'm worried a little bit that they didn't put the money and care into this that they would have another movie well with that let's move on to where when and how you're going to see it where when how are you going to see this movie alright so here's what it comes down to folks <laughs> um, I feel like this movie is like too little too late yeah. I've been feeling that since I heard it was coming out. I kind of rolled my eyes, like, really? And I personally feel a little bit um, frustrated with Marvel because of the way that they have been handling all this stuff, right? Um, it also kind of irritates me because I feel like it's just a cash grab, which Disney's great at. They are good at it. Like, here's a, here's a prequel, uh, a Gaston prequel for <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Like, whatever we can do to get money, even well, if it is uncalled for. and also can i tell you the nu- the next ones that are coming up oh you can so so after i was gonna say where when how but well okay go ahead do that real quick no you go ahead do this because i want to have my time <laughs> i don't want to rush <laughs> so after after this there's going to be the eternals which is very intergalactic you know space supernatural type stuff going okay. on celestial type things there's going to be shang chi and the legend of the ten rings which is also very supernatural, is that very what, magical. Is that a its own thing, or is that going to be Doctor Strange? No, it's Sounds its own like movie. Doctor Strange. It's, okay. it's Shang. Uh, the original Mandarin in the comic books had ten magical rings. Okay, that all he, right. That's how he did all this stuff. And Shang Chi is a character, and he'll he'll be the first Asian. This sounds superhero. very um, Iron Fist. Yeah, it is. It'll be good Iron Fist, is what oh, it'll be. be um, and then after that will be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which obviously very magical, very crazy. Can't wait for that one. Um, and then there will be a Spider-Man movie. Cool. And Thor, Love and Thunder, which Ooh, yeah. you would imagine will take place in outer space. Um, which I heard a rumor that the Guardians might be in that. Cool. Um, so, Could be. So there's a lot of that. A lot of intergalactic, a lot of magical stuff yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, like that doesn't, otherworldly. And this movie doesn't really fit into it. And I no. think that the whole point of this movie is to get to whoever Taskmaster is working for. Uh, I think I think that's pretty okay. much it. Fair enough. Um, so 
what in was terms, I saying? In terms of too overarching little, too late. story. Right. And I was saying too little, too late. Rolled my eyes. I have personally, I wrote a whole article about, um, you know, badass female moments in Marvel movies because there are plenty. So even There's though they are too little, too late as far as being like, look, look, we finally did your Black Widow movie. That's irritating. But I'm not going to downplay the accomplishments they have done. Like they've done some amazing things. So if you get a chance, go read that article. If it's not up, we'll repost it. Yeah. It's, it was a good article. Let <laughs> me tell you. Um, you know, so I'm a little bit irritated about it. Um, I don't think that this movie is going to be the Black Widow movie we deserve. Yes. But I think that it's not because this writer or this director didn't do good or any of that. I think it's just because they waited too long and they put it, they put it out at the wrong time. Like we already know her end. Like we know the ending. Yeah. <laughs> There's no more, nowhere else to go for her. And like I said, you know? we know this, this, this uh, arc that is happening in this movie right. already. We've seen it happen in the movies before it, and right. we know where it, where it started and where it ends up. Right, and so that's frustrating. Um, however, where, when, and how will I see it? Yes, I'll see it. Where will I see it? Hopefully in the theater. When? Hopefully within the first two weekends because... And this is how they get you, man. This no, is how they do yes, it. No, yes, you're right yeah. to a certain extent, but it's not for the same reason that I would say this about, let's say, Doctor Strange or whatever. Because I might say this about Doctor Strange because it looks good and I want to see it. I want to support this awesome female writer and director. I want to support Scarlett Johansson because she has put in so much work into these movies and is an important character and has been since she appeared. She's been in so many of these movies. She is more than most of the other heroes. I believe that she is in the most besides besides Nick Fury, Nick Fury, which he's not a superhero, but yeah. And he's barely, he's a super badass, (laughs) but yeah, she's a what? super badass yeah. <laughs> but um she is awesome i want to support her i want to support all these women so women supporting women i'm there for it i don't think it'll be bad okay from what i saw and i de- i'm glad we saw this new trailer because the first trailer i did think looked pretty bad this new one i'm like okay yes, looks like there's something this there. was definitely the best trailer that has come it out it gave yet. us a little bit more context as to what we're about to see and what the story is going to be but also um there was like a kind of a funny part in there i can't remember what it was but there's something that kind of made me laugh and i could tell that there's going to be some witty <laughs> witty witty some witty banter and stuff which is good because i want some of that humor that kind of classic marvel humor too not just a sad movie about a bunch of women being tortured right <laughs> You know, so I think we're going to get plenty of like Natasha. That goes on the poster, I think. Right. Natasha (laughs) or Black Widow has always been kind of a funny person. I mean, she's clever. She's manipulative. Right. She's smart. And so she and she's funny. And so like hearing her talk with Clint in um, Avengers Age of Ultron talking about like remodeling his house in the middle of the fighting and like how funny she is there there's so many different times where she has been witty and funny and awesome and i think we're still going to get some of that that's part of her character she's not from the moment she was introduced is that she to her death basically is that she is the only person of everyone he knows that can keep up with like tony stark like verbally basically of everyone who knows tony Like, like witty ones of everyone that tony knows yeah okay yeah like yeah. there's people that know how to deal with him like pepper Tony's and roadie right. and oh, yeah. all of these other people but like she's the only one that can go back and forth with him basically right and she's really smart that's the thing she may not understand the like crazy scientific physics that make ultron work right but yeah she's smart in other ways and she can manipulate anybody 
which is a cool superpower, honestly. Like, she manipulated the hell out of Loki. She's all like, oh, I'm so broken. And then she's like, mm, gotcha. He's going <laughs> to use the Hulk. Watch out, folks. Yeah, that's a great moment. It is. So I'm going to go see it in theater. Where are you going to see it? I'm I'm obviously going <laughs> to see it in theaters. Yes. Because they, they got their hold on me. They got their, their white-gloved hold on me. Their puffy white-gloved hold on me. <laughs> that mouse. <laughs> that, mouse, that mouse won't let go of my heart that mouse is laying in our child's bed right okay. now <laughs> what a terrifying thing to say he's a sleeping buddy <laughs> look um disney is powerful and we understand that and they you want to talk about us. you want to talk about being able to manipulate people they're the ones with the real power <laughs> yes that but is true you know, I mean, for you and me, it's harder to get out to the movie theater. We probably won't be able to see it on opening weekend. Yeah. But we'll do what we can. I want to support it, and I hope it's good. You know, I want to be hopeful. Uh, a lot of people were very negative before Wonder Woman came out saying it didn't look good. And I was like, first of all, it did look good in the trailer. Y'all didn't see the same trailer I saw, clearly. Um, and then people were wowed by it. And I'm hoping that this wows me, too. We'll see. Yeah, I I think that the and I'll say this right before we have to stop because we've already been talking for way too long. You guys love to hear our um, voice, right? I think that there will be or there could potentially be something really really cool happening with the Taskmaster and her that is like that is far more interesting than they're letting on. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do think that they gave enough way to kind of give us an idea what the story is, but like, we don't really know anything about the villain. Like you said, we don't know who he is and what it's all about. And yeah, I think there's a lot that could happen. So let's go find out. Um, so that's it for today. <laughs> there will uh, be a test next week. We are so glad that you guys chose to listen all the way to the end. I know this is a little longer than our normal episode, but um, thank you for listening to Movie Trailer Trash. Uh, yes, and you can uh, go to our website, Movies Trailers Trash, and you can... Movies uh, Trailers Trash.com. And you can <laughs> go and read all of the articles we're putting up. Bethany just put one up about the Connected Trailer, animated right. movie, Sony animated features we or pictures are just or whatever posting about movies posting about trailers you can find all sorts of stuff there yeah and you can follow us on twitter and facebook and instagram that's where we're at that's what we're right. doing um and you can keep up to date with us that way and follow and look at all of the stuff we have to offer please rate and review us on itunes yes and tell your friends about us because yes. they should be listening too <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as always, we're just glad to have you guys. Hope you enjoyed this one, and we will come at you soon. Goodbye. Coming at you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.